Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do dig that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A and D, and joining me is our main man, my co-host, not Dion Sanders of Prime Time. What's going on, y'all? It's me, it's me, the key me. Oh man, are you all soft spoken tonight, man? What you back there working with Keith Sweat? I don't know if that's soft spoken or that's, <laughs> yeah, what do you call that? Uh, <laughs> Miming? Uh, whining? Yeah. Hey, uh, man, girl. Yeah. Soft standing man. At, 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 at the sweat. Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, this podcast is coming to you guys late this week. I didn't remind everybody last week, but it was, it was Labor Day weekend. And so Prime at, went to All Out on Saturday, yeah. and I went to a wedding. Now it was a still kind of a social distance wedding, but it wasn't a social distance. But my other friend, but I went to social, social distance wedding, and because uh, uh, J D Moxley from the Nerd Coalition, so shout out to J D Moxley, got married, uh, and it was a beautiful, beautiful service. You know, it was a beautiful reception, and everything. So you know, we, the Nerd Coalition was spending time with. One of their fellow members going down and finally joined the marriage club, and then Monday was Labor Day, so you know people's out there on the on, on the thing grilling, trying to just you know have a good time to not worry about the stress that's going on in the world. So we wasn't able to record for you a podcast on time like we usually do. We usually record it Saturday or Sunday, but like I said, Saturday Prime was out, Sunday I uh I was out, and then Monday was Labor Day, so. That's why we're bringing you this podcast now today. So I appreciate all you. I hope you guys out there enjoying y'all Labor Day, you know, because now according, you know, you know, at the Labor Day, they, they call they can't, summer's over now. Of course, summer's officially over like September twenty first, but you know, summer vacation's done. Kids is back in school. I know my uh, my son's back in school. It, 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 is your people back in school over there? Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. So yeah, so now now we're into the fall. Flu season, all that other bullshit is going on. So it's just like, well, we, you know, we got four more months of twenty twenty, and, and you know, see, you know, it's, you know, it's gonna come hard. So, uh, so I gotta make sure I got uh, get get that out the way though. So I'm glad you guys sticking with us and understanding the stuff that you know we, we've been going through and stuff like that. So, but also, 
a lot of stuff happened this weekend, but we're going to talk about it after we pay these bills. Make sure you guys check out SpaciousPhilly.com, the Dutch company we are a part of. You guys can check out a lot of your black content right here in Philadelphia. You guys can check out the Lulu and Pop, the Lulu and Pop Horror Show, both sides, and the Market Dark Show. You can also check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well, the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Drunk Dog Sober Tongues, Ballers Lounge Podcast, all great stuff that we have over there for uh, for you guys. You guys listen to us on all the podcast apps from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, soon to be, was it Google Podcasts? Because Google Play is about to be done, right? Um, I, mean, I usually just say Google Podcasts. Well, yeah, Google Podcasts, of course. You guys listen, like listen to our snippets on YouTube. Check out YouTube Premium, where you guys can check out uh, videos where you don't have to keep your phone open, and that is a good feature for me, depending on if I like listening to some things on YouTube, especially like my hard videos I like to listen to. I can put that on a, you know what I'm saying, on a hush type of thing. So I like, you know, doing those, doing those kind of things also. And then make sure you check out the realnerdcoalition.com. Where you guys can get your Nerd Coalition merch. You get the NC logo. The NC logo with the, the Shazam Lightning Bolt, which is the new NC Studios logo. You guys can get the Retro logo. You guys can get the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast logo as well. Then make sure you guys check out Q Flow uh, with his new War Drum album. And also, he got new stuff going on. I don't know if anybody. Probably you've been watching Q on uh, Twitter. Yeah, he got a new. Yeah, he got a new. Uh music video I believe he got a a new music video he got a new music video out then he also got a new car oh yeah yeah, exactly so everybody if everybody's keep wondering where Q-Flow at he kind of blew up past this man so you know making that rapper money you know say you know you you know how the urban you got to get a picture in front of their car squatted down and shit like that (laughs) yes right there in front of that shotgun picture me rolling exactly (laughs) (laughs) it be rolling right there in front of that headlight I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he living a good life, but you know what? I'm happy for him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy for him, but I'm glad, you know, uh, we, we start here, you know, working, doing a podcast. So don't worry. Me and Prime will get there soon because you got to make sure you check out Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Prime Nostalgia Podcast, of course, my man, Prime Time, is actually been inspiring me to find a way to do something like that or get on something like that because there's so much Jackson stuff I want to talk about. And I just don't have the podcast platform to do it. And I've been like, you know, on uh, a lot of these Michael Jackson super uh, uh, fan people's channels on YouTube and stuff like that. It's been a cool experience. I'm like, yo, me and me and Prime can talk about this all day long on the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. So make sure you guys check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast that Primetime and his homie over there do. Forgive for not knowing his name off back. That yeah. was Leon Friesen. Yes, and y'all know from all that. Yeah, yeah he he does wonderful stuff. I mean, y'all both do great great content. So make sure y'all check uh, all that stuff out as well. So, oh man, what a week! Like I thought it was a weekend that we was gonna be able to chill and enjoy, but you know, twenty twenty is not gonna let us go one week without having no news. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man. Hopefully they at least give us one week of good news. I'm I'm praying for that, bro. I'm just praying for one week of good news, man. It, it can't all be gaming, you know what I'm saying? I just want one week of regular good news, you know what I'm saying? Like to to, to the point where you look outside the window and the world not trying to kill each other, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm hoping for. But right now, Vince McMahon is back in the news. Yeah, 
why you ask? Well, why not you should ask? Well, Vince McMahon out here made a comment and made an action, I should say, that says talent cannot engage with third parties. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's he not saying that right. And that WWE owns superstars character names and names and they can no longer go on to outside third party things such as YouTube Twitch, Cameo, stuff like that and here's the official statement when he said this because I thought when I heard this he, he, it, it got to be wrong some of you are I, 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 I quote here some of you are engaged with outside third parties using your name and likeness in ways that are detrimental to our company. It is uh, imperative that these activities be terminated within the next 30 days by Friday, October 2nd. Continued violations will result in fines, suspensions, or termination at WWE's decision. This is the... uh, the thing that Vincent Man sent email or voice message that he sent to all his so-called independent contractors. Surprise, he know how to work uh, voicemail. You know. <laughs> exactly. So, at first I'm like, what the hell is he even talking about? So, and uh, then we came out with another statement, which on that same day was like, much like Disney and Warner Brothers, WWE creates, promotes, and invests in intellectual property, i.e. the stage names of performers like The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns, Big E, Braun Strowman. That's, it that's it, the weird part, though. It is. Uh, it, it is the control and expo- uh, exploration of these characters that allow WWE to drive revenue, which in turn enables the company to compensate performers at the highest level in the sports entertainment industry. Notwithstanding the contractual language, it is imperative uh, for the success of our company to protect our greatest assets and establish partnerships with third parties on a company-wide basis rather than the individual level, which as a result will provide more value for all involved. Does that now sound selfish as shit? For one, the whole premise of the thing doesn't make sense because they don't use their stage name. They use their actual names for their Twitches and their cameos. Like, Lana, her name was, like, CJ Perry on there. And, like, Biggie, his name was, like, Etor, whatever. Like, they, they use their actual names. I know some people use their stage name because it's maybe where they go by something like Regular people use their name. Like AJ Styles, when he's on Twitch, he used Styles Clash. Even though I think AJ owns his name to begin with. Yeah. Because he's had it for so many years. But I'm saying, like, usually those people use their name. Like Paige's name on Twitch is her name. Paige, right? No, it's her name. Like Surreal. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, that don't make sense. Yeah, so, as you know, the whole everybody went into an uproar when they first heard this, right? Yeah, of course. And yes. I mean, I, at first I was like, "All right, let 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 let's read into this shit." And then when I was reading into it, I was just like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" The first thing that came to my mind was, "Isn't that illegal?" Yes. Because yes, it, it was saying because people was wondering, "You can't do that 
to to performers that's listed as independent contractors. And I'm like, they're not employees. You made that very well known. But so it's always this Mr. Man thing because WWE is, uh, you know, he wants to be a dictator. Just yeah, no, just just like his homie, he wants to be a dictator. Well, I don't know what changed literally because like uh, everybody was doing fire, everybody was doing the cameos and the, the uh, Twitch streams and just gaming and stuff. But then all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, now nobody can do it. Well, people said some people said that it was a couple of instances that got the attention of Vince, which was one was either. Lana promoting that kind of like energy drink on her Twitch channel. And, yeah, on her Twitch channel. Yeah, yeah. Or, because see, people say it could have been that and then that she was getting the revenue for that and nobody didn't like that. Or it could have been uh, AJ Styles coming out and talking about how he had uh, the COVID, which I will talk about um, a little bit later. Actually, I don't think that got nothing. I no, no I, and then there's nah. A, if AJ Styles was to come out about, I don't think it's like Kobe because he does that way worse stuff than Kobe. Yeah, on and, his on his streams, yeah. Because that Paul Heyman and yeah, yeah. Well, it, yeah, but also you already know how Vince wants to hide the fact of who truly has COVID and who doesn't. You 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 know that. All right, so what he gonna do? Fire him? No, well, hold on. And then there was another thing of when. On AJ's Twitch, that his son says that he don't even watch WWE no more, and I know that that can make Vince McMahon very, very uh, upset. Well, his son said that he doesn't watch it, or his son said that AJ doesn't watch it. No, his son said that he, as in his son, does not watch it no more. Oh, what? I'm playing watch Vince care, but you know, whatever. Is it now, now? Once again, now for us normal folks, this one have a problem because th- this is what it sounds like. Because first of all, you have these your independent contractors, your, your or what you want to think is employees, fly or in, in Florida. So, now, so, so huh? just real quick, you mean to tell me that up up down down is like gonna be no more? No, you know up up down ain't going nowhere. Now, even though well, Xavier like, Woods put out a thing saying that he doesn't know what to think about the up up down down, but. They they had backpedal on some of the shit they said because because uh, like I said this happened on Friday when he made the statement or Saturday and we was all busy and then they backpedal earlier today making a comment saying that you know they could they can't use their stage name but but they can use the real names and can't do any cross promotion and I'm like because you gotta understand how many people are. Of, of these superstars are actually on other platforms. Literally, almost half, more than half percent of the roster almost is on Twitch. Like Adam Cole streams, Mia Yim streams, Dakota Kai streams, Cesaro, Tyler Breeze. But and, uh, and, and, and you know all what? Of them. Because, even. Yeah, exactly. And you know, a lot of these things come because you know, up up down that really kind of started this movement. But here's I think it started the movement of them wanting to to. They could do other stuff than just you know be. Well, yeah. You know. When you work at WWE, there's nothing else for you to do. I mean, because look, because when you, it ain't like you can work at when you work at AEW, you can probably have a partnership with New Japan or saying they work at Impact Wrestling, or that you could take other 
indie dates or, or go to these different uh, shows or events to you know get autographs and sell t-shirts and stuff like that to make extra money you can't what WWE is like once you're there that's the money you're supposed to make so when they go these people go out and do something to work a little because here's the thing didn't Vince say you it's fine you don't have to work on the pandemic but you're not getting paid so if you don't want to risk your life Working at, like I said, I don't know if Florida's still a hot spot right now because things have keep changing every day. But at a high place like Florida, and where a thirty over thirty of your company's workers have tested positive for this virus, and people don't want to be there, it's like okay. Well, since I'm home, there's something else I'm going to do. I like uh, there's a lot of entertaining ones. The Oscars YouTube channel is entertaining. I like Seamus Celtic Warrior workouts. Big E on Cameo last year has reported made sixty two. I think he made the most. Yes, sixty two thousand dollars. I thought he made more than that. All right. I mean, he probably could because because he he out made money more than Roman Reigns did on Cameo. Yeah, because he be his. Nah, I won't say his cameos are. You know, Big E style, so they a little bit. You know. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I'm saying yes, yes. So he he makes these he makes these things. Roman makes some money off of cameo also. Then you, uh, of course, you got the YouTube, you got the Twitch, and you know you got all these superstars who who want a game. And then Xavier Woods who got the up up down down, which is the like I said the most popular one that everybody obviously you know knows about. But then WWE could probably look at it like, yo, they don't want nobody getting over or getting any because that's how Zack Ryder got over. Remember when Zack Ryder had the, the, the true story of a long... YouTube channel? Yeah, the YouTube channel yeah. that, that, that he got over. They, they, this they, is Zack Ryder trying to get over. Exactly. I can't get over, man. I can't, that, yeah. that, that, that was funny. But see, it was a, original stuff. They take the YouTube channel. They tell him what, what he can't put in there, what he can't put on there. And they killed the channel. Because they wanted some of that revenue that he was making. WWE is selfish like that. And if they find out that Big E's making all this money off Cameo, you don't think WWE wants to cut it at because they feel as though they own Big E. And they don't. Because, now, once again, should this, if this situation, like, didn't get backpedaled, this should be a situation where it's like, look, we need to band together and not let this shit happen. But the fact that the unfortunate fact of the matter is, it won't happen. Oh, yeah. there, 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 will, there will never be a yes. wrestling you I can't be huh? free I said I'm just being honest like if I can't be a free or partly free and you guys doing all this stuff and the way that you treat people and the way that stuff is I'll also take my chances somewhere else but I guess that's just me no 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 but see I, Prime I agree with you a thousand percent and when I when I was talking about this to other people other wrestling fans and my wife it there's a lot more to lose today than it was back in the day. You know, even, and I'm not talking about just black people, you know, people have money now. They're still poor people, but people have money. People have families. People have, have careers now. Like, like I, I was just saying, you know, the other day to my wife that, I, I made this quick, I'm not going to turn it into this though. But I was like, the Black Lives Matter movement has no leader. And I think they can benefit from a leader to help steer the direction of what this movement is supposed to be about. Because you can ask 13 different people what Black Lives Matter mean, you get 13 different answers. 
and there's there's no you know and I think it would be beneficial if there was a clear leader to direct like this is what our purpose is kind of like in the civil rights movement and it's like okay you have all these different leaders but you know Martin was the main guy right but here's the thing about that today social media is a thing you got people who can find your house on social media and if they want to bring harm to you they can bring it to you in an instant like that or huh I say yeah yeah because they, they did that with Nick Jackson he, he had to get on social media there's there's all these kind of things of uh, there's access to with social media and with and with things that's out there right now that it it, it people have too much to lose so that's why there's things that are so different today and it's just like these wrestlers it's like if Roman is not going to stand up and be like look this is, this is an injustice to us wrestlers we can't let them get away with this then noise can be made but if, if there's no Roman there's no movement because with the the top guys I don't think Roman would have to be the top I don't think it would be Roman per se I think it would be somebody that's making a lot of money that's that's like like a self Rollins because I want to say that because Roman yeah he do cameo here and there but he don't like if he was to like never do cameo again, it wouldn't matter to him. But like, I'm pretty sure somebody like a Biggie or somebody like a you know like those type, yeah. type of guys. But even but, if it's a little bit, it could mean a lot. But also, with that being said, you you still have to ask yourself like, okay, with this, that, that that's the problem. If Roman don't use cameo that much, right? Mm-hmm. Then. He, he he has no reason to fight. So if he has no reason to fight, you have no... Look, if Roman threatens to walk out, right? Uh-huh. There is no show. No matter what you... It's like with the NBA bubble. When the NBA was about to protest and LeBron and the Clippers walked out, bro, you have no playoffs. Because those are the money makers, right? There. Those are the people what the people want to see. Now, we may not be a big fan of Roman Reigns or whether it's heel turn is, but Roman Reigns is our top seller and that's Vince's guy. If there's no Brock, and then Roman decides to quit, look, here's the thing: if, if Big E says let's stand up, okay, so you he, he, he's going to come in there with a group full of jobbers that, that, that can come in there that Vince don't care about because Big E, the New Day, even though Vince I say jobbers, no, I'm not saying. But here's the thing: if, I mean, you got Rollins, you got you know but, Sasha, you but, got a lot of you got a lot of good people. Yeah, but you know, once again. Even with Rollins and Sasha and stuff like that, you those are some some big people. But we have seen how they use these superstars in, in the past to the point where they can give two shits about if these superstars want to stand up and say this is an injustice to you know us you know as wrestlers. But the thing is, he's not burying Roman. Stone Cold took his ball and went home. And he still came back like ain't shit happened. Uh-huh. Say it with when you're the top guy, when you're the golden goose, that's what happens. And it's just like when um when, when we had the report of Jesse Ventura trying to u- unionize um the wrestlers backstage and Hogan snitched on him. Uh, of he, he, to Vince and that shut that whole thing down and then he wanted to he, he had a video game that was supposed to come out about him and uh, 
Vincent Man didn't want to have ha- having that and wanted to take all take all the money properties from that. And Ventura said, "No, you don't owe me like that." And then left. The game never came out that they, they, he was talking about. But then he ended up. He, that's the one. That's one of the biggest reasons why he left the WWE. And I and I I agree that you can't do stuff like this because you want to have control of every aspect that WWE is doing. Because you know why? He's panicking because WWE is in shit right now and they losing. They losing and Pete cannot handle this shit because look as much as we see it on the outside yeah we got the Thunderdome yeah okay wrestling is on Mondays and, and, and uh, Fridays and then NXT is on Tuesdays but the, but if you go behind the scenes it's the ratings have gone down and as much as people think ratings don't matter they do matter and they matter a lot because that's where that's where his paper's coming from. That's where his time slot's coming from. Why do you think that they've been trying to go off the rails on these different storylines on Raw? Because this is the fact of what's happening. They are panicking. And when I say they, I mean Vince. He's panicking. And now there's even talk about trying to put NXT on Tuesdays because they're getting higher ratings. And he's so stubborn enough to not take it off on Wednesdays to go against AEW because he is determined to beat AEW, which he's already lost. Yeah, but if they, is that his decision or the networks? Look, Vince, got, if Vince don't want to move NXT to Tuesday, he ain't gonna move it. I mean, now, now of course, but if, if they got, I don't think he sports, got decision over there. Say what? I don't think he has the decision over there. I thought, I thought that was the network's choice. I, I don't, I, I don't know how much power Vince got on when it comes to show moving. It, it, it won't budge on that because. If it's for a sport, like in contract, when it comes to sports like hockey, football, stuff like that, and since hockey's coming on USA, the playoffs, and, and they got to they, they got to move to Tuesdays as opposed to Wednesdays, and it's like okay, yeah, that has to happen. But um, I I I do believe that they got some kind of power. I I I, I don't. I've got to look it up to see. What the exact power of it has, you know, has to be of because, uh, like I said, Vince ain't just going to just give the, the the network WWE and they can decide what when they want to put it on because Vince is not giving up. No, I'm not saying they decide when they want to put it on, but I'm saying like the network says, "Oh, I see we get more ratings on Tuesday than we do on Wednesday. Why not move to Tuesday?" I thought that was just something like you know maybe they convince him with more money or something. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it I could, just, it could I just be. Thought that was a but Vince knows that if he moves to Tuesday, that means he lost, and he is I so. I mean, he damn- lost in the ratings, but he wins, and one of his shows getting higher is almost a higher rating than Raw. So, who's really does it really matter that much? Yeah, because NXT is not his show. It's not his show. That Triple H's show is oh, it's a Triple H show that's in the WWE umbrella. Okay, Vince owns the WWE, but that's Triple H's show. Vince don't care if that shit sink or swim, but since it's under the, the WWE umbrella and it's going head-to-head with AEW on Wednesday nights and AEW is kicking its ass, he can't handle that shit. He can't. And th- and it's all and then with, with all that shit being said, and then the, you got these superstars who don't want to work because... They, they risked for their lives and then all of a sudden Roman came back and then Sammy came back you know uh, cause they've been missing Kevin Owens took like a short break 
I mean, pretty sure he's going to probably beg Charlotte to come back. But then for them not to be able, because that is also with the fans. Oh, oh, oh. beg Sean to come back. No, Charlotte, I mean, you know. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, okay. It, it kind of it all, all ran together. When I talk fast and stuff like that, my words kind of run together. Yeah, so that, okay, yeah, okay, that's, that's, my bad. Yeah, no, no, that that's I, I, it happens to me all the time. So, uh, with with that even me said, I'm just like, all right, well, uh, fine, whatever. It, it, he doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, care about what actually does he what, what that Raw SmackDown does, and then he don't want to lose to AEW, and then he wants to control that, and then as I was saying the the fans, a lot of people that don't even watch WWE no more, they rather pay attention to up, up, down, down, or what's going on on these streams. And then, I, like, I was just watching Bianca Belair's channel a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And she has she has a Q&A that she just asked people just to find out you want to know about the real her. And I'm like, I like her chest. Simple. She does her own designs. It's on YouTube. It's a simple channel. Just like Oz has a simple channel. And just like a lot of other people have simple channels. Emma used yep. to do cooking. Yep. And uh, Zelina Vega and Alistair Black, too. Yep. Yeah. They, they got a vlog channel. And I thought, I, I think that, that's cool. And it's just something for them, uh, something else for them to do to for people to get into, like, you know, the, the way we're in the social media era of just to know who these superstars are. Now, I understand you got the old school guys that be like, protect your character. I got it, but we're not in that age anymore. Kevin Ash will keep happily telling everybody that kayfabe is dead. Yeah, <laughs> probably yeah. one of the ones responsible for it. But you know. Exactly. So it you know, it it's highly illegal, and then obviously, I mean, people was even coming out call uh calling out Vince, you know, for this for this kind of stuff. But like I said, they they backpedal hard. Uh, when they was t- talking about it, um, about the about the the, the third party thing, and uh, now it, it's it's sounding uh more so that they can probably still use their social media platform, but it's going to have to be, you know, they can't use obviously the real names, or they cannot, or I, I I'm pretty sure they're going he, he's going to try to slide in that. They have to share the profit. Yeah, that's probably what he's trying to slide in because, like, yeah. they originally, it's probably like maybe ten people that use their their ring names. The rest of the people they go by, you know, whatever. Like, for example, even when Zack Ryder was still there and he started his podcast and he had all this merch and stuff, he was going by Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even though he was Zack Ryder in the company, he was still signed. He was going by Matt Cardona. All my stuff is Matt Cardona. All my stuff is in my name. All stuff that I sell is in this name, but not Zack Ryder. Yeah. So maybe he sees stuff like that and gets upset that they probably thought of it first or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But most most people that I see, or most people that I follow, are like go once in a while have other names, not their ring name. Hmm. Yeah, like uh. Yeah, some people, some people have like that. Or another name, or even even some some people just even have a random name just because you know who it is, like you know their face. Mm-hmm. Like if Roman Reigns was to go on cameo and say my name is five four three two one, that would be his name, and he will still get a lot of money from cameo. So, so. 
Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh yeah. So, um, what 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 uh, uh was uh David Andrew Yang who used to be a uh, Democratic nominee. Uh, for the presidential election this come uh, this come this year, uh, even tweeted out said I'm not a secretary uh, 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 secretary of labor. I'm pretty confident I'll have his or her number to talk about this ridiculous classification of WWE wrestlers as independent contractors while controlling their names and likeness for years, even for something as even for something as being as cameo. And I'm and then so, uh, Dave Bautista was just like hashtag no comment, but I am retweeting, real talk. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> if Dave Bautista's name wasn't Bautista, they'd probably try to make money off of all the movies he made too. Yeah, so then here comes CM Punk saying, "All right, guys and girls, are they going to fire everyone? Just keep doing what you're doing. You, yeah, you don't worry." You know what I'm saying? And then. I, I, I'm like you know it's too many people to be doing if you just say we gonna fight like it's like I said over half the roster it's so over, I think it's too if all of them keep doing it then it's just like alright well then you suspend us okay you you got a TV show you fire like <laughs> people don't really I'm saying I'm, like come on now they suspend everybody what they gonna have a roster with uh who a rich, retribution mm-hmm. Demi Moore like Nobody wants to see that, so no, 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 they ex- to- exactly. Sometimes people don't understand that there's a lot of power in. It. Is it just is, is it just logical? Is it just me thinking that? Because like when I first heard that, I was like, okay, I don't care. Like they can't, they gonna what either suspend them or fire them, and then they're not gonna have that much. No, but, I'm saying, but when you try to be a dictator, we we try to do this kind of stuff. You're trying to you're trying to scare people because once again, it's strength in numbers. Okay, somebody as like okay, say if Ali was the step of events to say no, nah, I'm not doing it. They know that okay, I can get rid of Ali because uh-huh. they they don't obviously since he came back. Have you seen him recently? Uh, he was on a show called Main Event. Exactly. They they, they don't value him. And that's sad. And then if AEW picks him up, it's just like, all right, well then, you know. But they, they don't value him, so people like that fear for their jobs to the point where it's like, I know it's wrong, but then if I go to if I if I make a stand, I don't have that much clout for people to follow me. That's why I bought the Roman name. It's a, every sports league or every type of league has somebody that has enough clout. If you can get the person with the clout. They, they, they go behind. That's how you get things to change. Look look at the NFL real quick. And it, all these people kneeling and stuff like that. Do you know a lot of players was like, I was scared to lose my job because they told me if I kneel, I don't get this contract bonus. I don't get that stuff. I got a family. And these are no-name football players that be on these teams. And, and it's just like, well, okay, well, you got to get Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? You got to get these high-profile Guys on your side, and if they're not on your side, you you have no fight, and that that's the unfortunate part. <clears throat> it's, I it's, think that's a di- that's the same but different thing, only because 
I think, like, for example, we're, ta- we're not talking about, like, a time, right? We're talking about more of a, like, a, ooh, I would say more of, like, a Jameis Winston, Mahomes, like, more of the people that, that we know, or people that are just not the money makers. People that are prominent, just not the money makers. Yeah, I agree, but you. you but the thing is, you got to get him in a group. Is it's it, it strength in numbers? People have that much power. It's like this: if every black player decides to kneel, or every player that you know is against racial justice decides to kneel, and they they, they want to do that, and they don't care what the rule says, what you gonna do? Fire all of them? That's your whole league right there. Yeah, it's, that is your entire league. You're not going to do that. The only reason why these threats are made this way is because. They want to sit there and try to scare the little guy because they know the little guy is not going to be the guy that's going to come get this group. And not eight times out of ten, nobody comes to help the little guy. That's that's how it's divided conquer mentality that it has. So them putting this kind of stupid shit out there right now, they're like these guys are going to fight back because these guys want a job, and that's that's, that's all about owning. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I'm with you. I can't go for that. I, I really can't go for it. even if I, even if I'm the big dog or the or the little guy. If if I made your size like yo man, screw you. You know, I can't do that. If you know say, Xavier Woods is big and the new day is big, but once again, you know, he ain't got the AJ Styles or the Roman Reigns clout. He got he got a good enough he got good enough clout to help out like Cedric. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't got a good enough clout. <clears throat> To do that in I think with Vince he does. Okay. That's because their relationship. That's all. I, that's all I, I said. Yeah, I mean, the new day in particular is a, is a different. You know, different story, of course. It could. I said like our our truth and new day are different from everybody else that that are not on that big dog level. Yeah, okay, I, I can say that, but yeah, it, it would it would take some kind of numbers and <laughs> then. <laughs> And Mark, and Mark Henry, boy, he loves Mark Henry. Yeah, but it, 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 but you got to get those guys to be on your side because there's some people that just don't want to shake the boat, like Dak Prescott. Just don't want to shake the boat. Don't want to ride the table because that also counts for podcasts as well. I would assume they counts for their podcasts too. I, I would assume third party podcasts because uh, Swerve Scott got one, and his is not. His is not. Dealing with them at all, yeah. But he still uses the name Swerve because that's his, that's his like stage, yeah. Swerve City, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying that's been his his name, but like, before he got there, yeah. So stuff like that is is kind of a gray area. Mm-hmm. That that, that that's know, the thing. Dude is their partner, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, them and Corey Graves that are not. Sorry, no, you're right. All right. The, the, the New Day podcast and the Corey Gray podcast is not going nowhere. Yeah, but then he has another one with him and Carmelo that is not partnered with the company that they use their names on. So, you know, they can't say anything about that, but they probably want to. Well, first off, I ain't know Carmelo and Corey Gray had a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Oh, wow. Okay. It's like a they just talk about whatever happened in, in their house that day or something. Random stuff. You're right. Well, I think, I think you know, once again, they, they did backtrack on a little bit, but still, 
the, the, the move was illegal in the first place. And I, I was about to say, like, I, I really want somebody to stick it to Vince one day. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he's just trying to... Nothing else happens outside his universe. Yeah. Nothing happens. Apparently. Or if nobody else matters, depending on the moment. Depending on the moment, depending on who you try to get at, it's all about his WWE universe, and he does not care too truly about the outside world. Uh, unless it, like, bothers him. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. So we got Brock, um, moving off, we got, we got a couple of releases of free agents to talk about. First off, Brock Lesnar's a free agent. Yep. And everybody losing their mind, AEW, AEW, I'm like, Brock ain't leaving Canada right now. Yeah, Brock is not, nah. <laughs> Brock ain't nope. leaving, you know that, Brock ain't leaving no Canada right now. He not. Brock, what Brock Lesnar gonna do is he going to sit there up at his home, stay away from this American soil, stay away from this coronavirus, and he going to just uh, be up there, and he's going to chill with Sable and his kids. Mm-hmm. That's all he going to do. He not, he ain't, first of all, AEW going to make him work. Brock ain't going to work in OAEW. I, I think he would. If they, if they were, he, he, would, he, would, he would go all out for, for pay for I, I feel like he would. No and actually care. I'm talking about actually care. Too, not not that not the typical suplex. I'm talking about he actually care. Why do you think he will care? Hey, I didn't say it's gonna happen because I know it ain't gonna happen. But I'm mm-hmm. saying if he wants to do it, it's, it's, like, it's like if you see a match with Kenny Omega and Brock Lesnar, Brock ain't doing all that for Kenny Kenny Omega match stuff for that. Well, because you don't you won't you won't, I wouldn't put him against Omega. I'm just saying, he has he. It's, it's, it's so weird. He still has that passion, but I don't know if he got soured on it, or if the Suplex City thing was so big to where he just relied on it. Okay. And he needs something, something fresh or a different style. Because like, I would see him in like say, I don't know, Cage for example, could have a decent. Brian Cage, Brian Cage is the only legit guy that I can see going up against with Lesnar. Because Lance Archer, no. I see Lesnar just snapping him in half. Like, Lance Archer's a tall guy, but well, he ain't a thick, That's the strong... thing, though. Lesnar can come in here and do stuff he's never done before as well. Of course, he's going to beat people up, but he can... But, he's not, he, I... but then on top of that, Lesnar's not going to talk. And if you ain't giving him Paul Heyman, but that—that—that's that, the thing, though. If he just because look, we all know this is hypothetical. He's not going to come. But if he does, if he does come and he, he he crosses over, I think he will be. I think he will be more personable, more person. I think he'd be more of like how he wasn't in all three, or he was like the face and him an angle. Cause that's a, that's Brock. We don't see. We just see he, he's a beast. That's it. No, I, I don't think we get that Brock. I mean, I will. I, I would love to agree, but I don't think. Even though it's not going to happen, we are not getting that well, yeah. Brock. I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking about personality. Like, I, <laughs> if he comes out there, he's going he to come out there and be serious. Yeah, sure. But 
I would just like a change if if he does. Like I wouldn't want to see the same exact person. No, exactly. Yeah. That's why he's. That's why he going. Rock will understand with WWE. He going to sign something. Well, different. of course. But the, he's going to wait until either Saudi mania. <laughs> yeah, is it that sweet Saudi money? Yeah, or wait until whenever whenever Vince needs him. Of course, he's just gonna be waiting. Or when when this thing when this thing starts dying down, like uh, I think whenever if uh, WrestleMania don't have no fans or whatever, and Vince say, "All right, man, you know what? I need a big job. All right, uh, five million dollars one day. All right, come on." Well, Brock already, pretty- Brock already don't like wrestling uh, without fans, so they ain't gonna have it. For five million dollars for one day? I mean, logical, yeah, but I do think Brock is a big. He he, he may not be the most personable guy, but Brock is a family guy. Brock don't want to get sick. I'm telling you. This man throw the right amount of money at him. He would take the precautions. I, I, I know he would. Because he has that loyal, even though they probably fight, he still has that loyal thing to Vince. So I think if Vince gives him in advance and say, hey, in a month, if you can quarantine whatever and do this, do that, we'll make it safe for you. We'll give you $5 million and all this. I think probably would. would Ask questions, but take a chance. Okay. Well, that also goes into uh, Marvel. Now, maybe that's just me. That's what I'm sorry. I see. Well, it goes into uh, Marvel. Ronaldo um, is announced that he has been parting ways, uh, mutually parting ways with WWE. Uh, this time, please, please, no AEW uh, Marvel to AEW in the comments. How they be doing? And talks about the league. Yeah, like we, we first of all, I like Marvel now though. I mean, like I said, a lot of people thought he was. Well, over- sometimes. Yeah, a lot of people think he can be overwhelming. Yeah. he told because he, he he has a, a lot of enthusiasm. He comes with the passion. I think I like him, but he's not clever. Like he'll say something and then he have to explain the the, the thing. It doesn't make it clear when he have to explain. Well, I mean, well. Does he feel as though that the audience is not clever to understand it? I don't know, but I'm saying like if you if you throw a reference out there, the people that understand the reference will get it. He has to like, for example, he like, oh my god, what did I hear him say one time? He's like, uh, she's as hot as Beyonce was hot in a single ladies video in uh, the Super Bowl or something like that. It's like he just over explains his like. References, which, which sometimes is, so, so, sometimes he does, and then once again because I think Morrow does that for his own protection because we we got to take consideration this man's bipolar and this man stays on social media which he shouldn't probably and it's like if he makes a reference that somebody doesn't understand and they trash him on social media for making that reference it'll you know it'll bother I mean, him. I mean, that mean for one it wasn't a good reference or two you need to. Be more clever. I don't know. Like, but, I'm saying, but, I just, but you can't just say well, when that. He, when he first, I, well, I know. When he first was there, the references were more clever. And then when he left and had that hiatus and came back, that's when they started being more because, over explained. Because I, if you if you look at the pattern here, I, I really think it's because of what happened with the people, 
you know what I'm saying, social media. If like so people think you're overwhelming or people don't like him or don't like his enthusiasm or don't understand the references because some people are not as old or especially as young because the, the, the young people definitely don't understand the references that he's saying because he probably wasn't even born at the time that he's talking about. So if they trash him for that and he has a bipolar disorder, that's one of the reasons why he be jumping off of social media and taking these breaks because his, his mental can't help that. So now he feels as though that when he comes back, he got to explain everything for the people out there who don't get it just so he won't get no flex. So if somebody want to get him flex, he's like, well, I explained it in the whole thing, which is not the right thing to do, but it's just... Yeah, a, it's, it makes it less clever, and it just, it makes it less clever to the point of why you even do it. I that's agree. what I think. But I think he's trying to protect his mental health. But that's not why he's leaving this time. Because it, it says here, uh, <clears throat> unlike in the past, the departure was not only uh, was not on any negative terms. So Ronaldo has missed the uh, last few NXT broadcasts to go back to British Columbia because his mom Wait, is sick. Had, when, when, what broadcast did he miss? Marlon missed a lot. No, he's been there. Listen to me. I ain't finished yet. Oh, you're talking about in person. Okay, no, not in person. He's not in I, I was about to finish it. Okay, okay. In the right, last few NXT broadcasts due to going back to British Columbia, where his mother has been hospitalized, he was looking forward for a less stressful schedule. Even though WWE did accommodate him the best they could, he had been doing the shows from home studio in uh, uh, California. So is Beth. Yeah, and so is Beth Phoenix. Santa Monica, California, yeah. uh, where he lives as, as, as opposed to flying into Orlando each week since the start of the pandemic. So he, he he's been one of the people. So all, we, we never see Morrow or Beth Phoenix on TV. We always see, I forgot who the guy's name is. Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. Yeah, and, and we see on TV. But Morrow and Beth are not there. They do the commentary from their house. So, that's the safest way to do it. But now since his mama has been sick, uh, he wants to, you know, have time off with her. And then after making that trip, I think he realizes that it's best that he, especially with the pandemic stuff going on, that uh, he doesn't work there anymore. So he says, I don't know ill turns, but he decided, to, you know, to walk away, which I'm not mad at him for that. Mm-hmm. Nope, uh, not mad at yeah. all. Yeah, so um, then... Hey, hey. They'd probably get them a chance to either bring somebody up or not use Michael Cole. Please don't use Michael Cole. That's well, all you know, you got because you know all the things that, that people complain about Michael Cole is not his fault. I'm not, it's not his fault. I just want somebody fresh. That's all. Okay, I, I, and he's I, I, on all three shows. It's not going to be fresh. Like I just well, I mean, I, that's why they've been bringing in Wade Barrett, and I, I mean, they still talks about him going to NXT UK. No, I think Wade Barrett is. I, I don't like him as a casual commentator. I think I don't know if he signed a contract or not, but they've been showing more Wade Barrett content on the channel and on the uh, website. Yeah, so he, he probably he probably he probably decided something to you know have, have an agreement with them or something like that. Yeah. Um, but then here goes a release that I was like, well, this is just stupid. Uh, uh, I kind of seen it coming. Yeah, oh, AOP got released from WWE. Uh. What is POA doing in the impact zone? Oh, like, yo, <laughs> no, you just have to say POA. All right, so peace on arrival or something. Pe- peace on uh, yo, predators. I'm, predators on. Uh, I don't know. I don't uh, know. Uh, perpetrators of authority. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
so... And who is that? Is that, uh... Is that Aaron? Is, 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 who is that? Richard Aaron? I don't know. Yeah, um, I can't think of that. These guys were big in NXT. They were with Paul Ellery. They came to the main roster. They, they, they got injured, then they came back, had the whole speaking their native language type thing. It was like, like mobster hitmen. And they was with Seth Rollins. And then all of a sudden, you know, they uh, go away from Seth Rollins because there's another injury. And we ain't seen them in a while. And Yeah, they got, that was injury problem. Because, like, one of them would get injured, then he'll get better. And the other one would get injured. And then he'll get better. Then they'll come back. And then one would get injured. And as soon as he get better, the other one get injured. So it's like that one I understand. I, I would really understand, even though people, some people are like, "Oh, they didn't do much." I'm like, uh-huh. "Yeah, and no." I'm they like, did well, try, AOP did enough in NXT. Yeah, but it's like every time they went a direction enough for them to get their footing, it always was an injury. You're right, but this, you know. In my opinion, this sucks for WWE because they already don't have tag teams. Like, I mean, they don't because you, could you. I mean, they haven't. They've been there like well over a year. Though they haven't. I mean, they haven't been there over the year. And then, okay, it, it doesn't. It, it, it hasn't been helping them at all. And then it's just right now the tag team division. Like AEW does have a good women's division. So that's why you had to get like Thunder Rosa, uh, but WWE when it comes to wrestling has the worst tag team division, and it's just and that's all their fault too. It is. It's not like it because they just started or they're trying to find talent. They they Vince don't like tag teams. Vince don't like, like tag teams, and then all the tag teams that you have either broken up or got rid of or don't push, they're they're not there. So now you look at Raw SmackDown, and you're like. Who was the tag team champ? Okay, on tag teams on Raw, you you have Street Profits, but then you have Garza and Andrade. Then then you have uh uh, Ica, uh not excuse me. Uh, you have the Viking Raiders. Then you have even though the Herpes has established as a tag team because they're more of a faction, it, but even they, 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 you don't even know who the tag team elements in the Herpes is going to be. Then you know that you did have Ricochet and Alexander. You don't got that anymore, and you you killed that before they even got started. So then on SmackDown... Oh, you got Ever Rise. (laughs) What the fuck is Ever? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Then on SmackDown, you have Nakamura and Cesaro as your champions. You know, who who took them a while to become a tag team. Then who are they going up against? New Day? Oh, wait, there's no New Day there right now. Lucha House Party? Okay, well, they're, they're about to break up. So who is the tag teams on SmackDown? Uh, they haven't been made yet. That's crazy. How are you a tag team? The Usos ain't even a tag team right now because Jimmy Uso's injured. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Ben Corbin and uh, Chad Gable was the next tag team champions. I would not be surprised. Oh my! And these, and then you got these makeshift teams that's beating these teams that's been there for a while, and it just sucks that another good tag team is leaving. Now, of course, are they going to find work? Yes, Impact Zone or... I feel like they'll go more to the Impact Zone than AEW just because I don't know how they're getting this money. I don't know how. But apparently Impact is loaded. I don't know how. 
I don't know how either, but because they keep going there and getting paid. I'm like, how the hell get guys into getting paid? I mean, like, and they perform in front of no people, which they've been doing, like, before the pandemic started. Yeah, I don't know how guys ain't this guy don't chase. I don't know what. That's, I don't know who they, who they cut their money from to, to pay, pay them, but, uh, see, probably this is like, have a second pool in this house. That's how, that's how much they get paid. Guys. Second pool in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so those uh, were some top stories that I had to go over also. Um, this is, uh, I wanted to go over this because uh, it, this happened last week also that The Rock, even though everybody's fine now, but The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, his wife and two young daughters tested positive for COVID. And you know what? It didn't even run my mind because The Rock posts like 27 messages on Twitter a day. Okay, you know that, Brian. Yeah. And a couple weeks ago, it was just these tequila posts, just like random tequila posts all the time. That's his. I'm making million dollars per post, yeah. brother. <laughs> and yeah, and I was just like, well, the rock. There's certain things happening in the world, which you know, the rock will jump on in a minute. So I was like, well, he ain't talking about this or this or this or this or this. I'm like, so what's going on? Then they come to find out this man got COVID. And I was just like, and then he said that his daughters had it, but they bounced back real quick. But him and his wife. The only thing I don't think I didn't like is that all the news stories put it out as if, oh, the rock has COVID. The rock has COVID. I'm like, for one, when he announced it, he said, we don't have COVID anymore and we're good. But if you watch the media, you watch the news, like the stuff, the stories, make it seem like he got COVID, like he just about to die or something. Yeah, the the the, 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 the way they handle it and treat it is, is different. Like when he got on Instagram, he yeah. already said that him and his family have yeah, beat he it. Said we're good. Yeah, yeah, they're doing much better. But I applaud The Rock for coming out there and saying that because one, the reason why I applaud him for saying that because we we look at The Rock. The Rock's diet is insane. And he is a guy who is very conscious of his body and conscious of his health. So when he gets something like the virus and it's just like, yo, I'm letting y'all know right now, like and his kids got like, yo, these kids can get this virus and I'm as healthy as I can be and they can get the, they can get this virus also. So I'm just like, all right, well, I'm letting you know that. He, he was saying, wear your mask. He was getting mad in his clip. He was just like, yo, I don't understand why they turn this mask into a political thing. Because it's not a political thing. And he he said, he said, I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat. It don't fucking matter. It's just that the mask saves, like, to the point where that's what helps. And people keep on making all these damn excuses about this about this damn mask thing. And it's like, it, it's really, that's it. People just don't like... Americans, these rich Americans, okay, you know what I'm saying, what we talk about, don't like to be told what to do. That's what it is. And whether it's to save their life or not, they'd rather be, they'd rather be prideful and not be told what to do than opposed to live. That's what the fuck it is. And it, it annoys the shit out of me. It annoys me. And I'm like, and the reason why it annoys me so bad is because I've had it. It's different when you have it. You know what I'm saying? Now, like I said, me and you speak from, from a different place because as of right now, you never had the virus, correct? 
No, I haven't. But I, um, I do know, like, some people try to say, like, oh, they try to make me cover my face. I'm like, just, some people, I, like, it don't affect them, but it could be a reason why somebody else, you know, passed from that. Exactly. Even if they don't even know it, that they passed it on. People, you don't understand that because then after The Rock came out, AJ, AJ Styles came out and said, yeah, I had COVID last month. And I was like, oh, well, that explains where AJ was at because remember, they record the shows and then, and then it took about two weeks until AJ had the COVID last week. He said that he had mild symptoms, but he still, you know, had the COVID. And Kevin Nash came out and said that he had the COVID. And, you know, thank The Rock for coming out. And I'm like, see... People don't really don't don't realize it ain't about always about you. It's about everybody else, and people are so angry and so prideful about this, 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 and I don't want this to happen. I don't care. They trying to make me wear this mask. He trying to make me do this kind of. I'm like, what the what the fuck are you talking about? It's a fucking mask. Which, by the way. Before this pandemic even started, when you was going to the hospital and you was really sick or you needed surgery or whatever case may be, you had these doctors that wear this fucking mask on all day. Oh, no, I'm doing this surgery. This 12-hour surgery. Exactly. I got to say, do this 12-hour surgery on your dumb ass for some shit you did or whatever case may be or try to save your life, whether you, you know what I'm saying, whether you be mean to them or not, they got to wear this mask and stuff for like 12, 13 hours a day, okay? And you're complaining about wearing it when you go out to the store? You don't even gotta wear it that long. You just you just go in. Once you get in your car, you take the shit off in the first place. Once you get back in your house, you take the shit off. Once you're on your property, you take the shit off in the first place. And whatever you want to do in your house with your people, that's fine. But I'm saying when you out in public and people that use the, the multiple facilities, such as the stores and the gas stations and whatever the whatever the case may be, yo, be respectful because don't spread it. And the, the thing is, you may be asymptomatic. You may not even have any symptoms. But the thing is. You may not have any symptoms. You spread it. To, you can spread it to somebody else that is immune compromised, and bam, they can just drop off this earth that quick. It has happened. Reports of that has happened. And from me, my perspective of me going through it with my wife and stuff like that, it, it was a very scary situation. Everybody's not going to go through my same situation, and people have gone through my uh, worse. It, that, 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 uh, that, that I have and then it's just like like it was very scary because my dad didn't even know who he was he had the worst strain they ever had because they, they, they identified six different strains of this virus and he, wow yeah they identified back in Christ. July six different strains of the virus so far and it's, it's crazy. And then my dad, by the classifications of what happened, had the sixth one, which was the worst one. My dad didn't even know who he was. It affected the memory. Of, you know what I'm saying? And it, it was scary to the point where people who have that strand, who's, and my dad's 70 years old. So people who have that strand, who's that old, they're dead. They just write them off. They're dead. There was times where he was thinking about going to the hospital, but my aunt, who's a nurse, was just like, yo, we're not going to the hospital because guess what? We go, we go to the hospital, you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. Because they, they're going to look at him as not savable because he's 70 years old. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm just like, and then, and then, so people don't really understand the shit that people been going through with this damn virus, this damn pandemic. It's not a hoax. It's not something that you gotta get, get rid of. And with The Rock coming out, said, because you know, there's a lot of other celebrities. Kevin Hart came out and said, you know what, I had it too. We ain't tell nobody. We just lost Chadwick Boseman, who was having a four-year fight with cancer, and ain't tell nobody. So you mean to tell me if people talk about something, well, ain't nobody I know got it, because he probably ain't telling you. Yeah. Everybody yeah. ain't going to tell you their business. Or sometimes, like I was, I was too sick to tell anybody. Like, to the point, I told my immediate people, and then if one of y'all texted me, I said, yo, man, I got the COVID. And you're like, oh, shit. That's how it was. <laughs> but it's just like... If you're not texting me or trying to check up on me to do a podcast on that, I'm not going to let you know because I didn't have no agent to let you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So that's what it is. And, the, and, and, and with these superstars coming out and saying that, it's just like, man, look, I'm very happy at The Rock, his family, his daughters, them kid, them daughters, is doing better. You know what I'm saying? Frank, they said, he said that the girls bounce back quicker than quicker than they did but I'm glad that they you know was able to bounce back from this but you got to learn from it you got to people are still having lingering effects of it and like I said yeah yeah, yeah and, 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 and my wife is one of them and you just don't you just don't know and you know just because you may produce antibodies like myself or a lot of other people out here don't mean you're immune to this and you can't get this thing again and honestly there's research of saying that this thing don't even really fully leave your body. Yeah, kind of just the same. It's kind of just yeah. It's kind of like guess, it's, yeah. it's kind of like the dead tissue that's still in your body. And it's just like yo, all this stuff is scary shit. Okay, even when the thing first started, nobody wanted to talk about it because it was scary shit. And I understand all that stuff. And then so, like I said, it took bravery for the writer to come out there and, and say and say what was what's been going on. And it just feels good that. He was able to come out and, and everybody is still alright. It's good that AJ is still alright. It's good that Kevin Nash is still alright. I, I don't care about these people's political views or what they do. They're human beings. And like The Rock said, the humanity level has to come yep. first. The humanity level has to come. Do, and then sometimes people just be so damn stupid and it's just like, oh man. Well, gotta, I mean, it's everywhere. Say what? That's everywhere. That's everywhere. People be so damn stupid, and I'm just like, look, I'm not gonna wish death on you, but I don't, but you know, I don't want the worst that happened. But that happened to a lot of people. The worst has happened, and it took them out. Took them out. We lost over 150,000 people in this country already from this shit. Yeah, because you know, some people weren't paying attention, some people weren't taking it seriously, some people weren't doing the the right measures to make sure they weren't spreading it. Exactly, and I said so. Now you take you take the right measures. You go out there, you worry. That's what I say. By December, the world is going to look like it used to look with with the with, with the caution of sanitary, like of hand sanitizer and masks and stuff like that. We're gonna be wearing these masks for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and people are not gonna like when, when you go to when you go to AEW shows. Like people make their masks look cool and stuff like that. And that's what you should probably do. But it's like. Um, when I seen y'all at the AEW show, y'all had your mask on. Yes, everybody yeah. had the mask on. Well, even sure. when it was, even when they had people eating, it's like as soon as they take a bite, sir, uh, can you put your mask on? Okay, take it off, take another bite, sir. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got you. All right. Is that? 
my my sister last week just came back from Missouri and Florida. She said at Universal Studios there was somebody on a balcony with a blow with a blow horn, letting everybody know put your mask on. You know, say they don't care how you do it in in, in 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 the rural parts of the world, but you will put your mask on. So you know that that's where these go. The quicker y'all do that, the quicker we can get out this shit. Because it's like the shit don't ever change. Y'all sitting there, y'all sitting. There, this, 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 protesting this and protesting that, and then also you know y'all waiting for this vaccine to come out, and you, you you barely don't even trust that shit. Look, people don't even trust the flu shot. You think you're gonna trust a, a coronavirus vaccine? Huh? I, I don't know if you seen. You watch uh, RDC Worldwide, right? Yes, I do. They did a they did a, they did a video about this. They having to be like the first person to uh, do the vaccine and it turned into like a zombie or something. Is it- <laughs> Look, Magneto in X Men always told me, in chess, the pawns go first, mm-hmm. and that was from X Men Three, and because they was about to go round there to war, he's like, hold on, in chess, the pawns go first. They let all them no name mutants go out there, and then they start shooting that cure up in the air and taking them all down, turning them into humans. And he's like, and that's why, in chess, the pawns go first. So. I'm like, I'm not being the pawn. I want the vaccine. I want something to, to, to protect me from this virus, but you got to test it to make sure it works first. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to, you got to, te- you got to test it to make you sure. You got to test it to make sure the results are uh, 100% or whatever. Exactly. Or, you know, passing. Passing. And there are volunteers that are stepping up to, to, to try it. And, you know what I'm saying, yeah. you know, shout out to them because somebody got to do it. And then, if, if, yes. Yeah, if, if Tesla exactly, and if the, if things turn out to be okay, then it's like, well, then yeah, when they give it to my doctor's office, I'm like, okay, well, sign me up because like right now, I don't even do flu shots, but this year I'm thinking about getting one. Uh, just because like of everything going on, that's why. Well, because it. The, the one scary thing about the, the, the COVID is, if you get regular sick, you don't know which one you don't know which one it is, mm-hmm. and okay. then it, it's it, it's so many of the same symptoms. It's like, okay, do I get tested, or do I or do I just go get some Tylenol or some Mucinex, and that's pretty much part of the problem. So, and I I don't usually get the flu shots, but my kids have to get them and stuff like that, and they give you some of the dead. Tissue, you know, you know how the flu shot works. They give you, the, give you the dead portion of the virus so your body can, you know, fight it off. And I don't want to get sick again during flu season. You know, saying with, with, you know all the cold and everything like that to the point where it's just like, okay, I don't know if this is COVID or not. You know, what I'm saying so. It's been in the back of my mind. It's not a guarantee just yet, but you know, it's been in the back of my mind because I already know when it gets cold and with the way the world is working now, when it really gets cold. Man, I uh, I gotta protect myself and, and, and the family and the kids. Yeah. So that's that's what. Like, do you get flu shots at all? Uh, I think last year was the last time I got one. Okay, well, you're supposed to get them every year, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but okay. So when when you got the shot, did, like, does it affect you or anything? 
No, but there was one time where I did get very sick. But I don't know if it's from the shower or just something prior to or after, you know, prior to the fact, but there's only one time I felt sick after getting a flu shot. And people was like, that's suspicious, but... Damn, okay. I, uh, yeah, nah, after, other, but other than that, nah, they usually, I, I usually don't mind a haircut uh, I'm not the flu shots. Uh-huh. Okay, well... Well, guys, I just want to mention that now it looks like I think we covered everything that we was going to cover today. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it seemed like a short show. Yeah, it was pretty short. So we got to go on to the final thing, which is the Wednesday Night War. This NXT versus AEW. Super Tuesday for NXT. And AEW's back to Wednesday. This is the, the first show after the All Out show. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, we uh, and then oh by the way, you know Matt Hardy is doing okay. He passed tests, so he doesn't have. They, they say he don't have a concussion, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Rebby gonna make sure that they don't have it. Nah, they they, they put out the whole thing. Okay, so yeah, so 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 he's good and stuff now, right? Yeah, they say he did not have a concussion. He passed the test. They said initially he did not have a concussion as well. They only took him to the hospital to make sure that the protocol was the right choice. So he did actually pass protocols. Gotcha. Okay. So he wasn't the doctor wasn't pressured into making a match. Matt did not pressure anybody into making a match. It was a decision by the whole crew to to uh, to do it. Okay. Now I wouldn't have him climb that scaffold. That's another thing. That was just dumb. That was just dumb. So okay, so let's get on to the Wednesday night war. Starting off with NXT Super Tuesday. Uh sure. Sure. Yeah, he said yeah, sure. Alright, so we start off with a six man tag team match player for the uh in the street fight. So we got uh Legato del Fantasma taking on the team of Breezango and Isaiah Swerve Scott. So this match was just like a brawl. It reminded me of WrestleMania 13, The Nation versus um, Ahmed Johnson and like LOD and all that stuff like that. It was just, yeah. you know, just this action pack going across everything. They bring out a fire extinguisher and blast all of uh, Legato Del Fantasma. And then uh, Swerve gets taken out and Fandango gets taken out, which just leaves Tyler Breeze because uh, Imperium comes down and attacks them. It's a street fight, so there's no rules. And they just surround them, so it's like a five-on-one. All of a sudden, this forklift comes in. Where the fuck this forklift come on? They knocked off Junior. I don't know. I don't know where it come in there, but it's like they left him like alone, so they could have literally like jumped him and beat him up. To go get a forklift. To go get this forklift. And I'm like, I don't know who was driving by your AO man. We'll pay you after the match. You're going to drive this forklift to the ring. So they knocked off Judy Bagwell so they can have the, the space for the forklift. And then they put it to the ring. And then I like how, see, I hate that Apollo spot. I hate how everybody's looking up at them and, and they're like, okay, you ready? All right, let's go. Like one, two, three. I'm like that whole time. It is looking at them. I'm just like, I hate that. It's not, it don't look, it don't look real, but it was a cool spot to see them jump off the top, uh, take all the guys down. 
and then uh, Swerve ends up t- uh, beating uh, Santos Escobar with yeah. his uh, with, with the uh, what is the name of his driver? The Phantom Driver. Yeah, the Phantom Driver. No, 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 not Escobar. Swerves. Oh, sorry, my bad. The JML Driver. Yeah, the, the, the JML Driver, and he he's pinned the champion. So we know that the, the rivalry between Swerve and Escobar is not yet done. And she want to call it a rivalry. It, it, I guess so. So next up we have Candice LeRae taking on Casey Catanzaro. Uh so she comes out with um what's homegirl's name? Uh Kaden Carter. Kaden Carter, her tag team partner. You know what? More and more I'm liking their team. Are you? I mean, since they have legit chemistry, I would like them to be an actual team and not just because they're giving right now is like, okay, we're friends that Sometimes team together, but like, I would like for them to actually be a tag team, take me seriously. I would go go for the championships or something like that. Yeah. Um. But now uh, she's going against Candice LeRae. Uh, Candice LeRae and they had pretty much good match. Candice LeRae though hits a curb stomp on Casey Catanzaro and picks up the win. But after the match, she gets on the microphone and uh, look, she's she's trying to make up with Tegan Knox. And I'm like, did, did I miss something? She's like, straight by my house. Uh, huh? I don't know. I was saying, first of all, I know Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai was the problem. They they were, but, uh, you know, apparently you had to be watching NXT Underground, understand? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't. <laughs> He's NXT Underground. <laughs> and I was just like, and they're not sisters, right? No. Okay, because I, I did ball. I was like, the, the, the sisters are trying to come. like, what sisters are you talking about? But anyway, so backstage, Rhea Ripley thought that the power bomb of the concrete was enough. But no, y'all want to see out her business, and then y'all end up being her having Raquel Gonzalez beat her last week. It was wrong. So now she wants to issue a challenge to Mercedes Martinez. So, um, we'll see who respond later on the night. But then. We go to Bronson Reed versus Timothy Thatcher. Thatcher was the one that came out and said he wants a shot at the North American Championship. But Bronson Reed was like, hold on, bro. You ain't win shit. So I want a shot at the North American Championship. So now, now they have a match with Thatcher and Reed. Obviously, Bronson Reed has more of the... Um, uh, just real quick, Bronson Reed. Did you see his new uh, Titan Tron? No, I did not. What does it look like? Uh, they get it like set up like Godzilla. Oh, I did see that. That is actually awesome. Oh, yeah. Yes, that is cool. NXT does stuff with the with the big guys pretty well. Even though of what he does in his personal life and he may not be a he may be a trash person, I still think Lars Silver had one of the best interests. Okay, I can see that with the light and the yeah, staying yeah. following him. Yeah. Because how the camera would look up at him so he'd look even more bigger than he was. And then when he gets yeah. in the ring and he blocks out the light with with, with like that Beast silhouette. That shit was great. I love that interest, man. I go back and play. Yeah. Two, I go back and play two K nineteen just for that. <laughs> Alone had her matches. Uh, but Timothy uh, uh, Bronson Reed dives through the ropes, but then as he uh gets up, Austin Theory comes out and attacks him. Gives him like a. I, I guess Austin Theory didn't realize how heavy Bronson Reed was and tried to give him a bulldog, and it comes like stay in the air for a little bit before he finally got down. 
and then attacks him and then uh he goes in there Thatcher works on the arm you know the, the, the school of his his moves what else is now what else is that? Uh, and then goes and gives him an arm bar. He taps out. So Timothy Thatcher picks up a win. Maybe we have a Timothy Thatcher and a Damian Priest thing coming up soon. I don't want to see that. Would you rather see that or like a Zack Sabre Jr. match? Oh, I'd rather fall asleep. <laughs> so Mercedes Martinez responds. And she said, "She she will face Rhea Ripley, but it's gonna be in a steel cage match. Awesome match right there. Ripley and Martinez in a steel cage. Oh, that should be good. That should be good, but I, I just I don't know. I just wish it was something else behind this whole Robert Stone, Rhea Ripley, and and all them type of thing. Uh, uh, explain what you mean, please. Cause Rhea, it seemed like ever since." Losing the title, they've been waiting. They've been holding her back, waiting for like something to push her again. But making her being a Robert Stone brand feud and losing to work ah Gonzalez. I don't mm. think that does anything for her. Like I, I just wish she would get a bigger something, bigger push or something. Mm-hmm. Well. This next matchup, main event. Fatal four-way 60-minute Iron Man match. And I'm going to tell you something right now. This would have been one of my matches of the year. But they fucked up the finish. I mean... Yeah. 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 I'm about to say, if you're about to argue me that point, I'm ready to go. No, I was going to... No, no, I was going to say... It seemed like a raw finish to me. A pay per view finish to me. That WWE book, not NXT. I agree. So, it's going to be hard to break down. It was Adam Cole versus John Gargano versus Finn Balor versus Tommaso Ciampa. It's going to be hard to break down every aspect of this matchup. So, I'm going to do it like this. Every yeah. every man at the beginning gets a, gets a pinfall. The first pitfall came when Finn, uh, Adam Cole tried to do the two sweet to Finn Balor, but then yeah. he does he goes to those him over the ropes. He jumps on to Adam Cole and nice goes, little callback moment. Even though quote unquote you're not supposed to even know these two were quote unquote too sweet. Yeah, but you know, and what you to forget. <laughs> <laughs> he he goes to t- takes out Gorgano and uh, Cole then. Runs around, gives Chopper a, a shotgun drop kick on the outside, right there by the timekeeper's area. Comes back around, hits a uh, shotgun drop kick to, onto the barricade of Gorgano and Cole. Rolls Cole in, coup de gras. Finn Balor gets a victory. Okay. Then we go to Chopper later on in the match, yep. who hits uh, Finn Balor with that uh, what's that? What's that radio and DET he called? He uses. The, it's not a widow's bell, is it? I don't know. I, I think so. And then... Okay, Willow's Bell. Yeah. Willow's Bell. Yeah, the Willow's Bell, DDT, to Finn Balor. It hits the storybook ending. And then as he's about to go pin him, Gorgano tosses Chopper out, and Gorgano steals the pin from Chopper. Now, Gorgano has himself a win. They were back in the yeah. ring. Uh, they're wrestling some more. Uh, Gorgano gets a hit. that Adam Cole hits a very tired-looking Panama Sunrise to Giant Gorgano. 
and then he picks up the victory. Everybody has a victory, but but Chopper. So finally, Chopper, uh, it, he he gives the, the widow's bell salute to Finn Balor and Gorgano, and then uh, he goes and gives the fairy tale ending to Adam Cole, and finally gets a pin. So now it's all one 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 one. It's like nineteen minutes left in the matchup. So with the nineteen minutes left in the matchup, it's like okay, so now what do we do? We are at we are at the, t- the the last nine minutes of the matchup is when the things start picking up really good. Like everybody got their, like their, their second or third win, and they was just like going back and forth with all the verses and the action and stuff like that. So it was it was actually it was actually really really cool. So uh, then we uh, I was like who is really who, like who's gonna win this? So. Uh, Finn Balor is trying to hit Giant Gargano with that 1619, um, like he, when he, he broke his neck on the outside the first time. And, yeah, you alright? Hello? Yeah. Okay, oh I thought you was either coughing or trying to cough something up. So. No, I had a. No, I was something my nose. Okay. <laughs> I understand that, John. Um, so, uh, Finn Balor. It's coming back in, and he, he uh, hits, oh, well, Chopper hits Gorgano with the uh, air raid crash. And then as he comes down, Finn Balor hits the double stomp on Chopper and gets the pin. So Finn Balor wins. It's 10 seconds left. And I'm like, now Finn Balor can win this, but I feel they're going to do something stupid. Out of nowhere, here comes Cole, hits the last shot right behind Finn Balor. Takes forever to roll him over. I'm like, he run out of time. And then, as soon as referee hits three, I like goes, how they did it too. Say what? So I like how they did that too. They got a timer just right on it. Yeah, they, they got a timer just right on it, John. And then, now it's tied. Balor and Cole, 2 2. This was a excellent match until that finish. And I'm like, what? they are scared to pull the trigger on somebody. Mm-hmm. You could have oh, ha- had it where Cole runs out of time. You could have had that in Balor if you wanted, to, but but now we gotta do another match for and another. Should have seen a sudden death right then and there. Had them all in that four. I mean, all in that one to do sudden death, but they they took a WWE route to finish it and said we gonna finish this match next week. If it was, I didn't like if, that. if it was on the network, it would be sudden death. But since they're on USA, you gotta you gotta go off at ten something. Mm-hmm. So they can't have sudden death. That bothered me. Take that long walk. <laughs> take that man. I was like, well. Next week, I was like, what? Oh, come on. If y'all knew y'all was going to do that shit, then why had an Iron Man match in the first place? Or have it at the beginning of the show just to make sure, like, say, like, uh, we never know what's going to happen. We're going to have this at the beginning. And then it happens and say, all right, we're going to do this later in the show. Yeah, something like that because I, it, the finish, unfortunately, takes away from the match. Do you agree with that? Yes, I agree. Uh, just like another match... Yeah, we won't be talking about here tonight what happened on the paper view took me completely out of this one character. So I can understand. Yeah. So now we're going over to AEW Dynamite. <laughs> and uh I did not get a chance to catch Dynamite. Prime time. I called most of it. Yep, most of it. So we better get to Dynamite. Cause uh yep, yep. this is well. By, by the time we're doing this, this was Dynamite before All Out. 
we did not have a chance to yes. go back to it. Then go home. I think this is their go home show. So once yep. again, we, I, we do apologize for that. So this uh, the first thing uh, we start off with is a tag team match player. We had the best friends taking on the inner circles. Uh, Santana and Ortiz was the opening contest. So we see Santana and Ortiz been beating up uh, Prince Mama's car. I don't know if I should be mad or happy that this happened. Because on one end, uh, it's a match to tag team like sure, and on the other end, they've been building this up for beats. And we're just getting a regular throwaway match on TV. Even though I know you don't like the best friends, it still is like, they've been making us really watch this stuff for weeks and they don't even have a payoff to it. Yeah, there's no payoff to this matchup? No, I'm saying like they had a winner and stuff, but I'm saying like as far as like how they had them quote unquote building it up. It was just like a regular, oh, just a random match on Dynamite. No, not even promoted match, just random match. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That, that was that, and I don't even, you know, to be honest, I don't even care who won this match because I'm pretty sure they're gonna still be, even and that's why I, I this match in particular, I wasn't really, I didn't really care about when it comes to the, the finish. Uh huh. Well, Santana Ortiz hit that power bomb blockbuster combination on Trent. Yeah, and uh, street sweeper. This is the street sweeper and, and, and to win the matchup. So hopefully, his rivalry's dead, but it probably isn't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somehow, somebody, something stupid will be involved. Yeah, I agree. I probably wasn't what happen. Uh, next up is if you thought a tag team match wasn't enough, we got an eight man tag team match player where the winning team will face each other at all out. So this is how. For no reason. I, I just was so stupid. <laughs> because they had to have a tag team match on there. You know how they work. Young now, Bucks. if they if they treated it, sorry, no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say if they treated it how they used to try to kayfabe it in the old days, where you want to be on this card because it gets you more money or something. Then yeah, but literally, if I'm not fighting for no championship, I'm just fighting just to fight. I don't wanna, I don't wanna do this. <laughs> I don't want. Why would I want to fight to have an opportunity to fight for nothing? You right. If I was a heel, I would have just walked out. How about to say, because the climbing rankings thing, I don't need to do that pay-per-view. Yeah, no. but I'm, I'm saying, like, if this was a match, you're saying, yeah, y'all could possibly get in the ranking, or y'all could possibly do something. We're, we're literally, we're fighting type of opportunity to fight each other at the pay-per-view for no championship, for no rankings, no elevation, and nothing. So... Yeah, that's just personally. I, I would just not. I'd be like, why are we doing this? Thing? I got we're you. going to get to the championship, and yet we're not even attempting to get the championship. Well, we got the Young Bucks taking on Jurassic yep. Express. Uh, Young Bucks and, and Jurassic, Jurassic Express, Express yeah. taking on Private Party and SCU. Yep. Which I'm surprised that they're still attacking because they haven't even been mentioned in the past like 14 weeks. I'm about to say, and Scorpio Sky is doing other crap, isn't he? Yeah, they mean trying to go solo, but they don't know what they want to do with SCU right now. So, explain the matchup. 
uh, it was a typical spot face. Uh, and then I'm pretty sure they did everything in the book, but uh, uh, Canadian destroyed it. I feel like it's the whole thing on BT. They trying to get um, Luchasaurus to do a Canadian destroyer. He's scared, but um, yeah. Nah, this match was basically spot, 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 spot. So, uh, do you like the Young Bucks finish of the double knees to, to, to the head? No, I don't. I missed it. The Indy Taker or the Meltzer Driver. Yeah, how come they, how come they, how come they don't, don't do that no more? I guess they want to save it. I don't. I'm not sure. Okay. That name is so terrible too. The BTE trigger. That is so trash. Mm-hmm. I, I I will talk about this. I guess next week or whenever it happens. But uh, I like that they're kind of going back to the more cocky characters. Too. That's the young bucks characters I fell in love with. Yeah. I feel like they're trying to go back to that a little bit. You fell in love with that generation, me. Jake Hager is backstage delivering some news on Orange Cassidy. Jericho wants ringside. Wants you ringside for his match tonight. It'll be smart if you be there. The Toys Huh? Oh, sorry. No, I'm just like, yeah, I bought a whole camel crew. I bought this camel crew. This is not AEW's camel crew. Come on, guys. Yeah, okay. Jericho wants you in this match. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then that was it. Oh, wow. Okay. Such a weird segment in the weird spot to put Jake Hager in. Yeah. It's not even, it, it makes it even worse for him because of his speech. Oh, so, his, his list? Yes. Uh huh. So it, it, it doesn't even like, you know, it, it's still like, it's noticeable. So they be trying to have him in these funny segments and have him talk and try to be funny while we're, yeah. he can't sometimes. Gets, I guess it gets too excited and it's just you know all you hear is the, the list yeah it, it don't work uh Tony is in the ring with uh Kenny Omega one half of the tag team champions and Jim Ross says no is anything missing so uh yeah and it's, the Ross. other half is missing so explain this Jim Ross <laughs> for, wait for one Jim Ross that's yeah. man I get, I, you know what? I get to. I'm not even gonna wait till later. Did you hear the comment that he said about Anna J, who was his coworker? Yes, I did. Jim Ross thought this one was 1998. <laughs> uh, he thought this one that's was 98. Like uh, and oh. then he said, "I'm sorry, but you, if you can't handle it, lighten up." What? Uh, you know what? Jim Ross. And they said he's the legendary one, so he deserves to be there. Oh, man. Okay. Look. So, what happened in, in, in the segment, though? Because, it, like, it's a heavy I'm sorry. Segment. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. But basically, it's a. It's a. Uh, it's basically nothing but a teaser. It's for our turns. But they're doing so well as to who's going to turn. Because you don't know if Kenny's going to turn. Or pain is you don't you don't know. You kind of still don't know. Maybe until this next week coming up, it's like uh, uh, Kenny could be they could be doing all the stuff to make you think Kenny is turning heel or the Heyman turns heel, or they could just have Kenny turn heel as well. FTR came out and uh, like 
you know, I forgot what they did, but they came out and Kenny left Heyman in the ring with them by themselves. I, I, think, also, I think Kenny will be the, the better heel. <laughs> yes, they also tried to offer him chocolate milk, which uh, is an is a, is a Easter egg, I guess you could say. I miss it's Easter egg like, then. Nah, because you know, Kenny Omega, is, when he's a, a face, he drinks white milk. When he's a heel, he drinks chocolate milk. Oh, oh. Like a little black in his milk? Like, like a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. little dark. So, like, like Kevin Owens when he wears his wristbands, when he's a face, they're white. When he's a heel, they're black. So, yeah. Something like that. Yo, until you said that, I never recognized that. Yeah, no, yeah. That, that's why he does it. The, the, the whites are when he's a face, and then the, the black is when he's a heel. That's why I don't like. That's why I don't like when they're white because they just distract me. Wow. Damn it. See, you learn something new every day. I not know, that, know that's what they did. Yeah. But you know, according to Brother Baines, you know, the black is not an enemy in the Michael Beck's movie. <laughs> uh, so. I guess the, the, not the black, just not like the, the darker, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. It's cool. It's black. I'm saying, I, I know that. I'm just, I'm just playing. Uh, the demo guy, Chris Jericho, uh, with Jake Hager versus the bad boy, Joey Janela. Unfortunately. And this, this will be well, Jericho. They already promoted Jericho and Cassidy three in a Mimosa Mayhem match. Oh my god! And then said, "But he had to get past to Janela." So how uh, Orange Cassidy did come down at, yep. at, at, by ringside to see what was going on. So what happened with the matchup? Yeah, it's basically Jericho get over. Uh, I'm a beat. You, I'm a beat you up in the ring by talking trash to Orange Cassidy. Basically, that was. It. So I take it as. So I, I, I mean, it, it's pretty fair to say that he beat George Nella, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Tore that mid part. Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. I, that's not even in the question. <laughs> uh, uh, Orange Cassidy removed a bottle of a of little bit of bubbly from his backpack. He uncooked it and poured it out, spilling it out into the mat as he uh stared holes into Jericho. So. Yeah. He just wasted the bubbly. You don't waste the bubbly, no, man. Wasted a little bit. That's supposed to be his celebration. His celebration trip. Oh, get it. So Sammy Guevara walks out the tunnel, and he has a, the poster boards uh, talk about Matt Hardy will be deleted mm-hmm. at All Out. Yep. And then, uh, you know, uh, it's a broken rules match, and then Hardy Guevara, and then he said, if Guevara wins, there'll be a last time we see Matt Hardy in AEW. So then Taz comes out with FTW. Before that, before that, uh, Hardy did, like, while Samuel was out there, Hardy did come out to, like, the the third, like, uh, the third deck of the, the stadium, and it just had some of his, like, cards, too. And just basically, like, Matt Hardy is going to win, and I am broke. Stronger than death. Yeah, that's what, yeah. 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 Don't. <laughs> Don't. Uh uh we um so Taz comes out and then he know he, he, he let everybody know that the machine Brian Cage or absolute Ricky Starks is gonna win the casino battle royal. Then Jake the Snake comes out with uh the the murder hawk monster Lance Archer. Bruh AEW. <laughs> 
AEW got chill with these nicknames, bro. Yeah, that was the names before they came in. Yo, but bro, they put emphasis on the nicknames though. Like I'm reading the article that I read on AEW's wrestling's website, and every some bitch on here got a nickname. Yeah, they all got a lower third. Yeah, bro, I'm telling to the point where he come back, it's gonna be stronger than death, Matt Hardy. I'm telling you, that's what's gonna be. Unkillable, which is already one of his gimmicks. Yeah, I'm saying so. That's what's gonna be. Watch, watch, watch. The only people that don't have uh, nicknames is the women, unless you're Nyla Rose. <laughs> yeah, because they don't care about them like that. Exactly. But anyways, uh, yeah. So he, uh, yeah. So so Jake Roberts goes out, interrupts him, and then talk about so. Hey, you know, all y'all need to shut up out there. You're just a squirrel trying to get a nut. Ain't nobody going wild in our ring going to be busting any nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, so, people. That really real happened. Quick, real quick. You've been telling me this whole night. Like, they've been bleeping out the F word and the S word and all this. Well, they can let him say that on TV? Yeah, yeah. They're going to be busting any nuts. <laughs> huh. That was funny to me. Yeah, that was that was, that, was yeah, that, that was the moment of the night. And then, so, my boy, Eddie Kingston comes out and says, yo, 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 you know, straight New Yorker, you know what I'm saying? He come out there, and I like, he can't cut him on your body off. He take Tash, you know what I'm saying? I know you, man, you a fighter, you a brawl, stuff like that, but they the time right now. And he says, yo, man, yo, pops, we going here live. We ain't got that much time. So, I recommend you, like, stop speaking, talking to Jake Roberts. <laughs> And then as he's talking, here comes Sean Spears and uh, Tully Blanchard. And I like how he low-key played the shit out of them. Like, who, like, why the fuck are you even coming out here right now? Damn. Yeah. That's what that Sean Spears. Who are you? Exactly. Like, like, like seriously. And then... Uh, Literally, who are you? I've been saying you went weeks. Like, who working? And then Darby yeah. Allen's music came. And then he comes and he starts attacking Ricky Starks. And then all of a sudden, pandemonium as it, it breaks out. Everybody starts brawling, then you know, Jake Hager enters, yeah, and then the only thing I didn't like about this is they went to commercial and they came back and they, and still, they brawling? still brawling. Yes. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, that kind of bothers me too. Uh, AEW Women's Champion Thunder Rose are taking on Serena Deeb. Oh, thank God! Hey, hey, shout out to Serena coming N- back. NWA Women's Champion, not AEW Women's oh, Champion. NWA Women's Champion, Dunder Rose yeah. taking on Serena D. Yeah. Serena D came back. Remember when she was part of the Australian Society? Yep. yep. She came back in the, C- in the not CWC, the women's, uh, you know, Mae Young Classic. Yeah. Yeah, she came back. But, uh, you know, another uh, JR-ism, I Uh-oh. guess you call these now. He said, you know, I dated somebody who was the first women's NWA champion. Mm. Why was that needed? I, I don't know because it shows and you the age. Fact that He was trying to be funny because she was champion in the 60s. Yeah, so she so he showed it, his it, age. It's showing I guess he was trying to be funny because she was too old for him. Like she, you know, in the 60s, she's probably like 30 or 40 years old. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. So, he's trying to say like, yeah, I'm, I'm so old. I dated her. Like, that's like, that sounds like a uh, Jerry Lola line. 
Yeah. But, uh, you know, how many catchphrases did JR have? Uh, uh, let's see. By God! You know what I'm saying? Uh, he got a family, damn it. Somebody call the EMTs! Slobber I want knocking. JR to, I want, I want JR to have a new catchphrase. <laughs> I want him to have a new catchphrase where he doesn't say nothing for three hours. And it's a two hour show. Wow. That's my catchphrase, JR. You, you are pissed off, and he always takes you from the narrative. So, how was the match? The match was basically just a uh, show off Thunder Rose. So, yeah, it was good, but you can't really go off much because it was like a squash match. Uh huh. So, they don't, don't really give it one more time, which I don't understand because they do. Really, it's oh, it irks me that they have a talented women's roster, but they don't use them. And then when they do use them, they don't use them right. So it's like I don't understand. I, I don't get it. Like AEW is still trying to work out the women's part of the whole thing. It really are. Yes, yeah, but like I guess it's the the people that they put them with. Hikaru Shida is not only one of the best women's wrestlers, one of the best wrestlers on the roster. But you wouldn't know that if you watch AEW. Because her matches are sloppy. She doesn't work well with these American women. But then if you watch her in TJPW or any other company she's in, she just literally has fire matches. You watch other people and um, their matches are good somewhere else and they come to AEW and they don't gel well. I don't know why that is. I got you. Well, we got... uh, So we can almost get this out of here. Uh... Big Swole, uh, Tony Schiavone interviews Big Swole, and uh, he got Britt Baker on Saturday, and they, and uh, during the buy-in, this is before they changed it to the main show, uh, the, the Tooth and Nail match, which, by the way, I was reading that a lot of fans were upset that they put on the buy-in, because it was actually a big storyline match, and like I said, I enjoyed the match, don't get me wrong, because, spoiler, like I enjoyed the match, I still did, I don't think it should have been the opener, but I think, I still did the match, was pretty, it was dope. Uh, so... Reba is here to distract Big Swole by pretending. Okay, I'm listening. Reba. Yeah. Yes. I like that they gave Reba something to do, but she is too over the top to where it's annoying. Like annoying them, you mean? Yeah, like uh. Like, like, even at the at the at the pay per view, she was like, um, "Oh, I, uh, I'm not rebel. I'm a, a, I'm a doctor. Can you please sign in, Big Swole?" And then she was like, "Yeah, I'm Big Swole. Bitch, she's here!" And then, and then she hits her, <laughs> and, and then she's just down. And then she comes back, and she looked like Big Swole put in the trash. Now she just has this banana on her head the whole match. I'm like. <laughs> You can really do that. It take two seconds to swipe the banana off your head. <laughs> that's what. It, that's why. Look, certain things work. Some things don't. But I'm just like. But I. That shit had me laughing. I'm not gonna lie to you, because it, I, I'm laughing because it's she's. It's so fucking obvious. But it's like it, it, it's different. Like okay, I see with the character she's playing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't balance out with Britt Biggers. Britt Biggers like a complete psycho. But you yeah. know. But I, I think that's probably why you get so upset by it because. Her and I think Britt I get Baker. so I get I think I get so upset because 
they work well together, yes, but like from what they were doing to now, it just got more goofy and it makes Rebel look more stupid than anything. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why. Yeah. But but but, but, but what, what I'm saying is, it, 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 it's not that they work good together. Because the thing is, it, it started going. It's like she's getting more stupid. And Britt Baker's getting more psycho, and they're, they, what they're doing is their characteristics are going so far apart from each other; it's not meshing well anymore. Yes, and yeah. it really makes her look bad. That's all. Oh. So, uh, Britt Baker, bless her with a pizza, and starts shoving a big swole thing in the yeah, pizza. Yeah, she, she uh, you know, shoving her face in her hair in the pizza. Yeah. Oh, you she, you'll do that, and then. Put put that put that uh that, that finishing move in her mouth. Well, you know, she put the, yeah the uh the uh, lock jaw lock jaw. Uh, AEW World Champion John Moxley taking on MJF's attorney Mark Sterling. Mark Sterling he's comes out actually of he's actually a professional wrestler. I think he's from uh uh Matt Cardona's like podcast. He's a wrestler and they talk about figures or something. I don't know. But this match, I did, I I didn't like it. Well, you weren't supposed to. You were supposed to just basically beat him down before Warlord can give him. I don't do not like Warlord's F five at all. Yeah, because it's not an F five; it's an F two. Oh <laughs> God, this is stupid. It's dumb. Oh, check it out. Nah. <laughs> no, um, no, it wasn't even like you should have just beat him down to begin with. Yeah, we're spending time. He's trying to give him a more fair punch, and he's trying to teach him. He's trying to do the Miz dad thing. And, Put his teach him how to put a setup, and we're doing all this funny swing and a miss, a big miss type of thing. I'm like, just if I was John, Mar- was, I, why, why am I playing with this thing? I just beat him up, like just destroy him. Mm-hmm. But you know, they I guess they had time to waste because this match started at like you know uh, in our time it's like nine thirty five. This match started. Mm. So let's just start it kind of early. Yeah, well, then, well, like I said, MJF and Warlord come down, beat up John Moxley, so like that as we get ready for all out. So, what, what, who won for the week, NXT or AEW? You know, I would have to give it to uh, AEW because the NXT finish just took me out of it. The, the finish was bad. I did not like the finish of that awesome ass match. But it didn't take me out too much to not because XT was wearing me. I think this was not a good, this was not the best show of AEW at all because, uh, you know, I didn't care about it. I didn't care about the Moxie match. The women didn't get too much time at all. They did. Uh-huh, that's every week. So uh, I mean. exactly, you know, what I'm saying it was loaded. It, 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 you know, it, it had pointless matches that did that didn't need to happen like that eight man tag team matchup just just for just to have a fucking eight man tag team match. You don't need to have one. Every single week, you know, what I'm saying you, you really gotta like let some teams, you know, build up and just you know go off there. So you got dark for you don't need that. And you know the, the Jericho thing, like everybody that's in high profile matches is going to be not jobbers, but it's like what, what, what's the I say point? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, those guys bother me. NXT, like I said, the street fight was great. The uh, Timothy Thatcher and Bronson Reed was was decent. I like the Mercedes Martinez Rhea Ripley challenging each other. And I love the Iron Man match. It's one of the matches of the year. But the finish is the bad part. So I'm giving it to NXT this So week. can you really say that it's one of the matches of the year if the finish takes you out of it? No. I mean, well, can I forget 
59 minutes of a great match. And it was like, because to me, the match ends with Finn Balor win. With Finn Balor get, get, gets two. I don't listen to the last 10 seconds. But uh, but like I said, it, I'm not going to take me fully out of it, but I, I'll tell you right now, it's going to uh, definitely um, be up there. But you guys can post that comments down below what you guys think of uh, Wednesday Night War this week. But that's the end of our podcast this week. So make sure you guys check out spaciesphilly.com of how... Uh, you know, to make sure you guys check out all the great content, the Market Dark Show, both sides, Little Pop, Little Pop Horror Show. Check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there, the No Gimme Machine, the Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gas and Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts Over Tongues and Balls Lines Podcast. Make sure you guys check out us on all the podcast apps Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, listen to us on YouTube at the snippets on YouTube Premium. Check us out at TheRealNerdCoalition.com. That's TheRealNerdCoalition.com. And you guys can see get all your Nerd Coalition merch, the, the Studios logo, the Retro logo, the No Gimmicks Needed logo uh, for the for this podcast, because I'm going to give me one of them as well. And you guys can check out the Q-Flow stuff that's on there, his Layover merch, and the War Drum. Remember, my man got a new Camaro and a video out. So, you know, the man living life. But, you know, we live in life over here, too, because to check out the Prime Nostalgia podcast as well. Yep, yep. Uh, the podcast I was just on, we talked about Michael Jackson, the 30th anniversary stuff. Yo, when are you going to talk about, like, the Jackson T, like, you know, the Brother Cousins or, or, or Jermaine and Whitney affair? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't think I'm going to be covering none of that. I don't know. I don't, we don't like to get into that type of stuff. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Just uh, we don't like to do the, uh, the, the tea, quote-unquote. Yeah, yeah the guys with the little sips tea. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you guys should check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast as well. And uh, that's it for our show this week. So, we just are just under two hours. So, you know, it's been getting because there hasn't really been much to talk about in these weeks and stuff like that. It'd be like one big story. So, that's how it'd be. But uh, once again, this is NC, the place we chose to stay in D, and not Deion Sanders for prime time. All right, everybody. Uh-huh. It's been a good time. Uh- <laughs> hey, Q-Flow, I know where you at, but can you take time to take <laughs> us out? To your ears, welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do.